All right, here we are. So podcast number one, the Milk Bucket Podcast. Welcome everyone and thank you very much for being here for episode one of our journey. We've had a long ride today trying to get these mics organized. So you might notice that suddenly our audio sounds a million times better because we've just bought really good mics. I bought mine from Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, no, I I didn't go for the peasant uh, (laughs) route, which ironically turned out to bite me in the ass because it didn't work for about fucking 45 minutes. But we're here, you know? Yeah. But to be fair, all the troubleshooting and all the fun that you have with that is what makes it rewarding at the end. So I think that going through those laborious times is what makes it good at the end so no look i i agree because like you know you seemed really happy today when you heard the quality of the mic and like i know it was tough for you when you had to suck that guy's dick behind the car park you know in order to get it so like it's good to hear that it all pays off in the end so hey man hey man just saying this this microphone is 200 bucks rrp and i copped it for 80 bucks so you know if if there has to be a little bit of sloppy joe in the back then you know don't don't blame me man i think that's a fair exchange right there Okay, my question for you is how much did the did the head take off? Like were you oh. getting like a twenty percent a twenty dollar discount plus the head or what no, like what was it? I'm not that good. No, it's just five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the rest was just talking. You threw that in. You're like, I'll give you some head if you want. Like, look, not no, I got nowhere to be. What are you talking about? No, come on, let's let's have fun. Honestly, I see it as a benefit baby. because I'm actually getting more experience. I know you do. So I'm I'm <laughs> <laughs> And look, oh, you're man. training to use your mouth as you are with the podcast and also sucking dick. It's going to be fantastic for you, mate. I'm really I'm really excited for your future. Dude, the synergies are insane. You're absolutely right. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> has, has been prepared for by the guy I bought, by the 14-year-old I bought this mic from, from Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's fate, oh, isn't man. it? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh, while we're talking, I've actually got a really, really annoying thing that happened to me today, which I'm still shocked at. And I want to bring it up to you because I know that you'll be just as annoyed at me. So what are your thoughts? Everyone knows a card surcharge in, in restaurants and we hate them. Everyone hates them, but we put up with them. And we know it's a merchant fee, so they shouldn't be passing it on to the customers. But guess what I was hit with today? So there was a classic 1.8% card fee. And then there was a sure. 1% restaurant surcharge. Wait, what? What the fuck is a restaurant surcharge? What? I don't. I, I'm eating at a restaurant. Why are you surcharging me for eating at your restaurant? Like, what could the surcharge mean? Give me. Like, even put like technology surcharge. Like, don't. What the fuck is restaurant surcharge? Okay, so uh, this might seem a bit strange, but we're actually from Australia and not the US, and so <laughs> here we don't have to tip and you know, calculate fucking all these other taxes and shit. Like, oh, what's the GST rate this year? Oh, I think Biden <laughs> changed it. You know what I mean? We we have consistency and they just have the price. So when we see any of this shit, it's like, are you trying to rape money from our fucking hands? That's what it feels like. To, cunt? It's like you're trying to claw my hard-earned dollars out of my dead hand and you're not going to get it. Oh, mate. Like, if it costs if, if a dollar for a can of fucking soft drink... Make it a dollar and one cent. Don't say you're going to charge me a 1% fucking fee because I'll smash the vending machine that moment because that's some disrespect right now. You don't know who you're it's fucking with, bro. It's straight disrespect, I'm telling you. Okay, oh, and there was even something even worse. I just remember it now. So it was one of those ones, which is pretty standard in COVID now, but essentially you tap your phone to the table or like the little QR thing on the corner, but this yeah. one was an NFC one. So you just tap it and it brings up the, the menu and then you put in your order and then right about when, like when you put in your card details and right when you go to pay, it says, how much tip would you like to put in? And the preset is 10%. So you make a $30 order. <laughs> it, it assumes a $3 tip. It's like, dude, I don't live in America. We don't do tips here. The, the waitresses are earning like $30 an hour. They don't need no fucking yeah. tip, mate. We pay our workers here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an interesting concept though, how how the US has a different system where it's like the customers should pay for the employees. Which I, I don't understand it. I'm not going to lie. I Look, I, I've never been to America. So I, you know, it still baffles me because I'm thinking, so I just won't tip. What do you mean? Like, especially if you're at a place where you pay at the end, you know yeah. what I mean? Like a, mm-hmm. a restaurant or something like that. What happens? I apparently, it's just, you get a bad reputation or something like that. But at the end what of you the day, yeah, like, they're going to yell at you, but guess what, dickhead? I just fucking ate my meal. 
I had a nice steak. Thank you very much. <laughs> Suck me off. I, look, I, I would understand if America was filled with like, like amazing customer service. That would make so much sense to me. But according right. to my extensive research, aka watching TikTok and YouTube compilations, <laughs> I'm, aren't they all like, isn't it always horrible? <laughs> you know what honestly, I mean? like, yeah. honestly, I'm with you. It doesn't sound like, especially if you order a takeaway. Now, if you order a takeaway and you're literally, there's no customer service. The customer service is thank you and then you walk off. Does there really need to be a tip there? Mate, like, apparently I mean, in New York City, they fucking tip the guy that opens the door for you to leave the place. Jesus. The doorman. Can we know that we have quite a bit of uh, US audience and we'd love to get your two cents here. So, so yeah. yes, just explain to us how this works. So do you just always have $1 coins on you? Like I think it's a pretty clear push that we're moving to I think there are notes. Society. There are notes, aren't they? Do they have oh, coins? did I say $1 coins? Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I meant, no, I meant notes. Yeah, yeah, they got, they, of course they got $1 uh, notes. Yeah, so do you just always have a fat stack of ones just so you can tip the fucking, the mailman, tip your And dad. also- like what? Who else do you need a tip, dude? Also, is is this your excuse when your girlfriend finds a fat stack of ones? Is your excuse no? Yeah. It's for the doorman and not the rippers last night. Um, <laughs> what else is on TV? <laughs> like oh, yikes! I'll, although I'd like to put in that if you need to have an excuse with your girlfriend for having a ripper night, you need to find a brand new girlfriend, man, because that's an excuse you make to your mum, to your boss, to. Uh, your uncle who touches you nah, to your joking. boss <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to make that excuse to your uncle he's the one who took you there mate what are you talking about he introduced you to the whole world <laughs> it's like that scene with aladdin except instead of aladdin having his hands around uh jasmine's waist it's your uncle having his hands somewhere else that's, that's what i'm saying mate so it's nothing to do with aladdin look it's a whole new world <laughs> i'll Actually, leave it there to be fair the only similarity between Aladdin and that is they both said open sesame. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's kind of similar to uh, a Toy Story. You've got a friend in me a little bit. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs> that was when your uncle cheated on you with your best friend. Anyway, uh, it is oh. what it is. So moving forward, you're a little bit upset, but it's Move fine. It you know. Moving on. You'll feel special in other ways. You know, you'll win a spelling bee. Look up. Anyway, yeah, Americans, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, well, let us know what the fuck happens. Yeah. And no, like, I'm, I'm what, what is the ramification for giving us giving them a 5% tip? Like, what if it's dog shit tip? Can you not tell them to go fuck themselves? Like, yeah, yeah. And do they look at you like, what the fuck is this? Like, you just gave me a $5 tip for a $100 bill. Because in Australia, that's a good tip. You give them a $5 tip, they're fucking, they're over the moon because they're getting paid $30 an hour. So, and if yeah. it's on a Sunday, they're probably on time and a half. So they're getting paid a decent amount. So if whoa, they get $5 whoa, whoa, extra. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, come on, dude. Don't tell them about penalty rates. They'll, they'll have a fit. Oh, uh, yeah. We get paid more for working on weekends. Uh, no, surely that's a thing in America. That's got to be. I, look, I can never tell if America is horrible or if just like those, the, the outspoken people just complain a lot. And I'm sure like it's a combination <laughs> of both where, you know, yes, there is a lot of gun crime in Chicago, but people also complain too much about everything. You know, like it's the whole suing culture. I think it's a huge, yeah, the suing culture is, is a bit like, oh my God. God. But, but the thing is, it's very, I think it's very highs and lows. It's very love it or hate it because there's so many amazing things about America. Like, obviously, most tech comes from America. Most Anything that's cutting edge is either coming from like Germany, England or America. And it's yeah, like, I know. And, it, and there's know, no, there's no questioning why because they you know they the brightest minds because they import everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. the brightest Yo, minds go to America. I was but about then, to make a joke, but you said the same thing just in a serious tone. Hey, yeah, exactly. Minds, but, baby. But the, yeah, then you have the other side of the coin, which is people that are just like, you don't understand how lucky you are to be in this country, and instead <laughs> you just use this to like buy seventeen cars. None of them work. And you're just sitting here complaining about the bloody politics. Yo, don't talk about things not working, man. The mic's still still fresh on my heart. Oh, man. Ugh. Yeah. Jesus. You should have gotten for a Blue Yeti, bro. Blue Yeti is the way to go. Yeah, but okay. So here's, here's a topic. When you look at something, when, it, when I look at uh, to buy something and it says versatile and I'm looking for a particular <laughs> purpose, I immediately yeah. say, okay, I don't want to get this one. I'll rule it out. 
because yeah. they're grading it based on you can use it here you can use it there you, like yeah. a, a fucking uh a gopro is phenomenal for so many different things but you're not going to use it to shoot a fucking family wedding unless it's like <laughs> unless it's like some fucking um. crazy new zealander jumping out of a plane <laughs> saying i do or some shit you know maybe then that would work but i don't know mate true yeah 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 but like, i feel like you are a lot more of a of a calculated man when it comes to purchases over a hundred dollars where suddenly no, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty fast and loose about it. Are you? Yeah. I, I know that you've been a bit slow and secure in the past, but like, um, <laughs> yeah, no, when it comes to, yeah, no, I'm just kind of sling. I shoot with the hip. I speak with my heart. It is what it is. <laughs> you shoot with the hip after yeah. 25 hours of research. There's no research, no time for that, mate. I don't have 17 <laughs> years in a day, mate. I only have 24 uh, hours. Don't even have one year in a day. Uh, imagine if you did have a year in a day. Every day you had a year. I feel imagine like I would hate that. Sack that would be. Bro, Jesus, my ADHD dude. would not let me live. That shit would just be fucking sadness all day. Just sitting there fucking, oh, one year in a day. All right, I got a question for you. I don't know why this brought it up. I think the fact, it feels like you'd be trapped in each day kind of, right? So, which then made me think about prison. So if you were in prison, yeah. How serious in danger, first of all, actually don't worry. How serious (laughs) in danger. Don't say, don't say, don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Um, Too much information. Tell me. (laughs) No, okay. So first of all, uh, how much danger would you have to be in to grab on a guy's pocket? What? <laughs> Bro, fucking You know what I mean? Like, how seriously, um, how dire would things have to be for you to say, this is my life now? <laughs> you know, he puts a little oh, bit of lipstick man. on you, gives you a, gives you some uh, some curlers, and curl your hair, look nice, you stick out your butt for him. Instead of, like, when you're in the yard, instead of working chest and thighs, you're working breasts and thighs. You know, Duh. like... <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna take a step back here because I feel like you saying this. You're gonna your back up on it. Ultra, your brand new ultra smooth mic is making it sound like David Attenborough, like commentating the road over NT USB. Yeah. <laughs> Buy it now and for one ninety nine RRP. And the man walks through nature. He has held onto another man's pocket, and now he is safe. It's like no I'm man so- <laughs> until until I am like held and forced into missionary and this guy is like plowing into my bloody pants with a rock hard boner i'm not holding onto anybody's pocket bro i don't wait wait, wait wait keep going keep going i'm almost finished <laughs> damn bro why'd you have to get me with that come on man oh man and, and so the wild animal is on his knees sucking cock in his natural <laughs> habitat balance <laughs> is restored to society <laughs> oh that was good yo can that you actually good. imagine if david Attenborough like did some shit like that rather than just talking about animals all the time and i got a lot i'm not gonna lie i love the guy so like you know respect keep doing you absolutely but, like i mean imagine if he like talked about browser set <laughs> so the stepsister uh, pulled TikTok. down her brother's pants and sucked his cock <laughs> like much to their parents dismay as they watched on and later joined in it's oh, like, man. fucking <laughs> hell, man. It, yo, it would actually make it better. I'm, but it, okay, it would make it more interesting, but could you, like, get off from that? I don't know. <laughs> at what point would you be like... Yeah, at what point would you be like, hey, Davey, give it a rest, yeah? I'm trying to fucking focus. Oi, Davey, boy. I'm trying to have a little bit of a bat here. And your, your, your slow-speaking nature is getting in the way. See, he's actually from East London. No, that... I, <laughs> that, was, that was the man that's trying to bat off to... Daily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Roger from fucking East London. <laughs> Roger from East London. Well, look, That's I got tragic. no fucking bees, honey, to pay for brasses. I just got to look at the free trials, innit? <laughs> we do oh, not mean no. to offend the English people. We love the English over here. Oh, we do beat you English. at cricket Absolutely. and rugby and everything because, you know, we're harder and smarter and faster and all that kind of stuff. But aside from that, you oh, know, you're I, a great guy. I don't know guys. about smarter, but I think harder for Yo, sure. Yeah. Bro, I'm pretty sure the only person to have two Nobel Prizes in science was Australian. So, really, suck my dick. Yeah, actually, I mean, look, it could be completely wrong. So, feel free to roast the fuck out of me in the comments. Nah, but. nah, so- sounds 100 percent accurate, and we don't need a source for it. So we'll just, we'll just, yeah, bro. Yeah, I think it was it was the Oxford Dictionary that said it. So yeah, 
There's, there's your source for anyone who asks. Yep. That's it. Bro. Oh, man. I don't know what man, you, want. you know, actually, you know what I saw earlier today, which also triggered me. So today has been a, a day full of triggers. And Sorry, I is your walking... name Karen? I'm, yeah, I'm confused, actually. mate. Like... Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, the thing is, it didn't even trigger me because I was walking to work. Yeah, and I look at the, the backtrack. <laughs> I was walking to work. And as I was walking to work, guess what intersected me? Or well, didn't intersect me yet, but it blocked me off my path as I was trying to cross the road. What? A bloody brigade of year six students on an excursion to the city just blocked the road. There was like a hundred of them just crossing the road in a bloody hmm. Nazi style march. <laughs> like, boys. <laughs> it's like when, uh, it's like when you're like, you go skiing and there are those like little Milo kids, you know, like there's, you know, there'll be 10 of them skiing in a row and you just want to fucking plow through them because otherwise you're going to be waiting. <laughs> it's like being at a crossing when you see those cows moving and you're like, all right, look. I'll pay you. I'm going to have to run over 10 of them, mate, because I'm not waiting for fucking seven years for these cunts to get across to the other side. That's literally what I felt at the time. I was like, I'm sitting here in my bloody huge ass John Doe, what's it called? Plowing machine. And a bunch of cows just walked past. Man, six of these are going to die because I'm not going to stop, man. I'm going to put this on first gear and ram through them. Now replace cows with small children. (laughs) Uh yeah, no, I <laughs> look, yeah, fuck them, bro. <laughs> they annoy fuck they ask for it, isn't they? Yeah. Move exactly. faster, cunts. What are you doing? Literally. Just move faster. It's it's that simple. And I feel like they should be teaching that in the syllabus of year seven because there's nothing worse than a slow walker. So I don't yeah. understand why it's yeah. I mean I, I think, think fast. Yo, okay. So I was thinking about this thing, right? Yep. And it was kind of it was fucking eye opening. Because I wonder how much this happens, right? Okay, yeah. But my expectations are. No, really like <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. Get, get him up, baby. Get him up. This is going to be yeah, good. All right, all right. Uh, okay, so have you ever had a time, right, yeah. where, and I have examples, where something is 100% true to you yeah. and someone else has a completely different thing that is also 100% true to them? So, like, a rough example would be, imagine if you went to a girl's house, you fucking smashed her out, you had a great time, she was fucking moaning, loving it. It was fantastic, yeah? yeah. You left, never spoke to her again, Right. And you have a memory of having the most amazing sex in your life. And that's 100% true to you. But she also has a memory of the guy who came over, was kind of sweaty, his breath smelled, and he nutted in three minutes and left, right? And both of them are exactly the same story, right? So anyway, so I got a real example. That was just an example. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. No, I've definitely had times of like that, like that for sure. A fake example. <laughs> okay. So my real example was I was doing some moving work with my uncle. And I had to yep. meet him at the station and I was waiting for him and I was waiting for a while. And okay. all I knew is his car was like a silver kind of van. So anyway, mm-hmm. I am waiting for like fucking 20 minutes. It's been such a sack. And so I see a silver van pull up and I'm like, all right, cool. I run to it, open the door and I'm about to put my foot in when I look in and I see a woman turned up at me, petrified. She screams and drives off and the door just slams shut as she fucking legs it, right? What the now, fuck? I realized that it was not the right person. And I just yeah. stood there like laughing, like, oh, that's so funny. What a fucking, yeah. <laughs> what a silly misunderstanding and kept going on. And it yeah. w- and this happened years ago. And it was only until the other day when I realized that this woman has a completely different story. She has a story about the time when she survived a carjacking because she <laughs> legged it immediately. And if I met this woman today, there is no way I would be able to convince her otherwise because it's so vivid and true yeah. in her mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's so like, funny. Yo, and you know what? That, that I'm a good person. Me to to remember times where I feel like I was get, getting kidnapped as a kid, but I reckon some dude was just probably a little bit fucking like either high or just just didn't even know what he was doing. Just got into the wrong car, and then yeah, and then I've just been look, scarred by that memory. Yeah, and look, I had obviously times when I felt like I was fucking abused by my parents because I had to do the dishes, and like they just have a memory of saying, "Hey, can you help out doing the dishes?" And both of them are true. I was feeling, you know, like uh, not a slave. That's too extreme. Sorry, Americans. Uh, but, you know, like a, a, an indentured servant. But in I actuality, like, I, I was like just an eight-year-old. I, <laughs> I was just an eight-year-old that, doing the dishes, weren't I? Did, am I the only one who heard that little sorry, Americans? <laughs> no, dude. Oh, man. You got to that little <laughs> sneaky sorry, Americans in there. Yeah. You know, I didn't do it. Yeah. Some yeah. of you did. <laughs> slave owners the lot of you 
Not a lot of you. Some of you. <laughs> Look, we like Americans. It's just uh, a bit of banter. Yeah. Sp- speaking of America, Kentucky in particular, they did make some really, really good fried chicken. And and I was really surprised to learn that apparently in America, they don't have chicken burgers in KFC. They've just got fried chicken and they've got chips. And- Talk about a slave owner. Have you looked at the colonel? There is no way that guy wasn't a racist. <laughs> that man said the N-word in the fucking, in the Alpha, mate. That, that guy man is, oh did my not God. pick his own cotton. I will promise you that. <laughs> Yo, I heard that he didn't have white hair. It was a wig made out of a certain material. I'm not going to mention which. You kind of did before, but still. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's so, yeah, fun, especially no, Kentucky. Look, I, well, yeah, I've i never been to Kentucky. I don't know how you guys are. Maybe there's no such thing as racism. But like, I'm talking about from an outsider <laughs> to the America. We think of Kentucky as racism, mate. So yeah, apologies yeah. if what we're yeah. saying doesn't apply to you. But fuck me. When I yeah. see a guy in a white suit with a fucking top at me, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is getting a bit dicey. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Kentucky wasn't that racist. Because I, I have a friend who went to Louisiana State Uni. And he's yeah. really cool. He's the, one of the coolest guys. He's extremely left-wing, which I wouldn't say I even I'm left-wing. But I, I was so surprised by how left-wing he was. I was like, "What? are you sure you're from Louisiana? And yeah. So, I mean, Southern hospitality is definitely a thing. And I've, I've seen it before. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Do you think, do you think maybe uh, like that show Undercover Boss, he was an undercover racist and he was oh. pretending he wasn't, he wasn't a racist in order to fit in? Every now and then he'd like report back and think, <laughs> I can't even think of, I don't know how Kentucky people sound, I'm not going to lie. I was just going to do a bad Texas accent, but I'm not going to yeah, do that. Just do your bad Texas that. accent. That's I, have, I have too much respect for the listeners. <laughs> and I know there's only one of you, but I have too much respect for you and you're a champ. Understand oh, that. No, no, that person King. is a champ, 100%. Leave a comment so we Yo. can remember you. For real. Yo. And if you're from America, <laughs> Leave a comment. explain how tips work, please. Because we don't leave a comment and, and look, if you're in Sydney, we'll buy you a beer, right? There oh, you go. absolutely. Sorted. We'll buy you a beer. <laughs> Sorted, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But okay, going back to KFC, what I always think about is whenever I have KFC, which that being said, 90% of the times I'm not sober, but when I do have a KFC, I love it and it tastes amazing. Like when I mean, you're sitting in the, in the line, you're so excited for it, you order your Zinger box. I don't know if you have Zinger Box in America, but essentially it's like yeah, your burger. Yeah. yeah, you got your burger, you got your gravy, your three uh, wicked wings and a bunch of chips. It's got it's got everything and it. it's like 10 bucks or 12 bucks. Anyway, so you get it. It tastes amazing. And then exactly 17 minutes later, you feel like there's a brick in your stomach and you're like, why the fuck did I do that? And then the Pepsi oh. Max goes from delicious to the fucking volcano in your stomach. And it's just like the worst feeling on earth. And you start regretting it all. I mean, oh. eating KFC while drunk is what got me to understand that you can't give true consent while under the influence of alcohol. Because the amount of times I've ate KFC and the next time we're like, what the fuck did I do? Mm-hmm. Like, do I look fat in this dress? And the answer is always <laughs> yes. And it fucking sucks, man. Trust me. Jesus. And, and the thing is, KFC is so fucking creative. I've never seen any other burger restaurant say, look, there's not enough meat in this burger. We're going to replace the bread with burgers. <laughs> and then the burger meat that usually would go between it with a hash brown. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Do I mean, I assume Americans have that. But like, oh. yeah, essentially in Australia, there was a promotion where instead of having just the, the regular bread, it was two chicken fillets, essentially. And then a hash brown it was all, sandwished between it. It was... It was not bad. I'm not going to lie. It, it was, was delicious. I, I smashed. Yeah. I think I had two or three of them. I didn't have too many. And I regret that in hindsight. But still, it was amazing. You had enough. You had enough. I had enough. You tried exactly. it out. You dipped yeah. your toes in. I dipped my toes mm-hmm. in. I would, I would say I even dipped my ankle. Vat of grease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I bought a small stake in the company. All right. What do you want from me? <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. I mean, KFC is fucking delicious, but the, I, the thing that I love about KFC is that you know what's inside it. Like with McDonald's, with Hungry Jack's, Burger King for Americans, with any sort of fast food, you always think about it and you're like, fucking what is in here? And the, and the worst one, I think, is kebabs, where it's like, I know <laughs> a cow does not look like that when it was killed. And then you look at it as like a fat little 
this perfectly cylindrical thing that's been heated and just been dripping grease for the last 12 hours. It's like, it's Are either, this- it's that or it's like they've got like four cows and just trampled over them. You know what I mean? Like with the way those things they use to flatten out <laughs> tennis courts. It's like, Jesus, that, that it must be, <laughs> it must be fucking grim seeing how that meat is made. Oh, I cannot man, imagine. Man, I can't. I can't imagine either, but it tastes delicious. So it's one of those things where you just, you don't question it. It's like sausages. Don't yeah. ever question what goes inside a sausage. Just fucking eat it and shut the fuck up. I, I, ironically, I don't care until I find out it's some like weird shit. But like, if it's a weird shit within a cow, it's like, yeah, who gives a fuck? But if it's like, oh yeah, this is skunk. I'm like, yo, why the fuck did you tell me that? <laughs> I was enjoying my meal before you told me this goofy shit. You, on the other yeah. hand, will eat a fucking cockroach <laughs> that crawled along the ground, mate. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not a picky eater, man. I'm just not a picky eater. I just like, it doesn't matter what I'm eating. I I find, well, it, 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 uh, there's a few foods that I hate eating, but aside from those few, I like pretty much everything else. It's like, as long as it's got a good amount of seasoning, it's cooked well, I'll like it. What, what don't you like? I'm actually shocked that you we would ever say that you don't like a food. I'm not going to lie. Two green foods I absolutely hate. The first one is... Hippie pussy. Uh, it stinks, bro. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Yo, that oh, green no, shit no, is no. nasty. Yeah, dude. I absolutely agree, by the way. So that, that wasn't either of the two that I was about to say, but I do agree that it oh, was fucking nasty. Ah, fuck. Okay. Yo, sorry. My bad. I didn't mean to talk over you. If that, I, I thought I guessed it correct. All right. No. <laughs> okay, so the two that I have are, are peas, like the circular peas. Fucking hate them. And the second one is pears, which is weird because I love apples. Fucking love them, especially when they're crunchy and cold. But pears just, they don't hit the spot, man. Is it because you're eating a pear when it's crunchy and cold, when it's meant to be eaten, when it's fucking soft? You psycho. Well, you eat soft pears. Are you retarded? That's when a pear is ripe. Yo. <laughs> Please don't oh, tell me so you've been gross, eating a pear bro. like it's a fucking apple. Wait, so is it like banana texture when you eat it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a peach. That is gross, bro. Nah, bro. It's what? fucking delicious. Okay. I can I can now assume that I've been doing it wrong my whole life. Oh my like, God. That is gross. I don't want... <laughs> if I want to eat a fucking... Any relative of the apple, I'm going to be... It's going to be the crunchy version. It's not... Cold re- and crunchy apple. It's not a relative of an apple. You've just been fucking eating it wrong. Yeah, maybe. What do you mean? It's yeah, like saying maybe. like, oh yeah, don't you drink your don't you drink your milk by tipping your head completely backwards and just pouring it on your mouth so it goes all over your face? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like a face wash. So like, if I'm going to have any face wash, I'm uh, going to have one that's white. It's like, nah, bro, that's not what you do, <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, that's the thing. Everything is subjective. So to one person, cereal might be something that you have in a bowl, but for someone else, you could just pour the cereal directly in your mouth, pour the milk in, swirl it around a little bit when your mouth is closed, and then just swallow it. I know you're doing a bit but i actually do i completely get like to take this to a serious serious place yeah take this date yo i'll take it deep baby don't you worry (laughs) how you feeling girl you having a good time oh come on baby okay shut the fuck up and take it deep please sit on my lap baby okay so (laughs) the people at the gym who get a a scoop of pre-workout and just chuck it in their mouth and then drink the water what fucking savage planet are you retarded you eat pears when they're crunchy and you fucking neck some powder. <laughs> what, how do you it's wipe your ass, fucking. mate? What, do you fucking st- do a handstand shit directly like up and hope it fucking angles into the toilet? Like, what more <laughs> what? can we find out about you, mate? <laughs> Jesus. It's, no, no, man. Okay, firstly, not everybody has the time to fucking put... So you take your pre-workout out of the freezer. You put it into the fucking the shaker cup. Put the water into it. Shake it up. Drink it, wash the shaker cup, and then go to the gym. Bro, who the fuck has time for that, bro? What do you have, like 30 hours a day? Well, the freezer. You put your pre-workout in the freezer. Yeah, it keeps it dry. Because there's no humidity in the freezer. Please don't tell me you don't know this. Bro, it it stays dry. It's fucking dust. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, bro, pre-workout clumps the fuck up. And when you put it in the freezer, there's zero cl- there's zero clumping, especially in Australia where it's it's humid, it's hot, and you're not taking pre-workout unless it's summer. So it clumps the fuck up. So you put it in the freezer and it stays perfectly as a fine powder because there's no there's no um there's no uh, vapor. It's all zero humidity in there. Bro, it's so funny when you find out things about other people that they think is just really normal, and you're like, oh, I look at you different now. What the fuck? Bro. It's so normal. It's a it's an actual thing putting pre-workout in the freezer. 
I mean, I can't believe you had no idea. What more crazy shit do you do? Do you keep your protein scooped into a massive lump on the desk like fucking Scarface with cocaine, mate? Like, what other goofy nah, dude, shit nah, are you doing nah, with nah. this stuff? I have, I, have, I have protein the normal way. Like, you just, you, um, you scoop it into the protein shaker cup, put in the boiling water, put it in the microwave, <laughs> put your two-minute noodles in, and then, and then put, the, put the protein over it. It's pretty good, I'm not going to lie. Just, I, I yeah, mind the normal it. way. Yo, yeah. those people- Okay, I'll tell you what is yeah, you go, you fucking go. savage- What's savage is those people that pretend that oats with protein powder fucking taste good. Oh my it tastes God. so it- shit. It yep. tastes so fucking bad. Stop pretending. Stop capping. End the cap. Yep. <laughs> it's like when, like, look, gym rats are the biggest liars. Let's be real. I think yeah, we both agree. So true. Look, I mean, you're literally pursuing a sport where you're you're working out just to look good in a mirror for 30 minutes and lie to yourself that you look like that all the time. So look, and look, I do it. <laughs> I do it every day. So it's, you know, I, I get it. But like so the idea I. that adding protein to something can still make it taste good is retarded. <laughs> it's like it's like multiplying with zero. The second you add this to the equation, it's fucked, mate. Like, I totally agree. Protein pancakes. I think, I think oh my God. Protein it- powder would even make a Woolies cake taste fucking shit and for all those don't that don't know what a woolies cake is it's like the most delicious dense thick chocolate chocolatey uh cake that you can buy and it's like four dollars so it's the it's the best whenever i read protein pancakes or protein cookies even worse it's like i i used to be a retard so i once made them and i know from first-hand experience that they taste like shit and you made your instagram video and pretended that they tasted good when you know they tasted shit and you've made like 20 other people experience the shit tasting pancakes that you made just so you can make a bit of fucking ad dollars you're a horrible person yeah it's like you already lie about your excessive steroid and photoshop use why do you have to lie about this as well we accept so much from you and ask for so little back. Just give me a Biceps Destroyer Volume 3 Episode 76 with some fucking good house music and I'll be cool. Yeah. Relationship set. I agree. But I agree. Fucking hell, See, this is This is the thing about the influencer life. So some part of it, I think it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. But then there's other parts of it where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? So I'm just going to say something here and I want to hear, I'm just going to give you two words and then just want to hear your thoughts. All right. Sure. Good you ready? Bro. I got it. Expensive watches. Nah, yeah. Look, I I like them, but for all the wrong reasons. I like them because okay, they're expensive. I, I look when, if someone says to me, "I'm gonna buy this Ferrari because look, my penis is only five and a half inches," which I know is average, but <laughs> I watch black porn, and as a result, I feel inadequate. Uh yep. so I want to buy this Ferrari. I'd be like, "Yo, respect, bro." I mean, you know, yeah, bad luck, but you know, good work. Go do what you need to do. But when people try and give me this bullshit, like, but it retains its value. It's like, okay, to what extent? Do, do, does, do people check it and it hits CPI every fucking year? Like, what if, we're, what if you're in Venezuela? Does it hit uh, a thousand, a thousand percent more, uh, more value because they've got hyperinflation? Like, what are we talking about here? Or are you just saying, oh, I bought it for 10K and it's still worth 10K? Because sorry, guys, but something called yeah. inflation happens. And we're not just talking about your pants when Mia Khalifa walks on the screen. It, t- it applies to money Oh, as well. yeah, there's a lot of inflation there. Yeah. But, oh, like okay, so hyperinflation. I... I I am aware, and this is a fact, because I read it on a Bloomberg article, that ah, okay. a, a specific type of bag, I think it was oh, by Gucci oh, or maybe, I, I can't remember what it is. I think it's called a Birkin. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what brand makes it. But a bag had better growth than the S&P 500 for the last 10 years. And yeah, this, this, every time this bag came released, it was it just continuously outperformed the S&P. It was, it was like, what if you bought it at $10,000 today, next year it was worth 12,000. The next year it was worth 15,000. And it was, it was just always worth more. No, look, I do, I do agree with you because I, I look, that's the one exception I'll give it to. Cause I heard this, um, uh, financial scholar called, uh, Cardi B talk about there in one of her, uh, her <laughs> works, one of her, uh, yep. uh, works of art, I guess you must say. Um, yeah, yeah she talked about them. I can't remember the rhyme, something about Birkenbacks. <laughs> But yeah, look, stop it. Yeah. Stop this spending $40,000 on a thing that holds other things. Like, what are yeah. we doing? It- <laughs> that is what it is. Oh my God, it's so stupid. It's okay, like- but then the way I would phrase it is that if you were to buy a bag and you wanted to buy an expensive bag, which one are you going to buy? Are you going to buy the one that's 30 grand that nobody knows but you love or the one that's 40 grand but 
even if it doesn't increase at fifteen percent a year, but it still at least will be worth forty grand in five six years when you when you're when you're bored and you want to get a different one. I think it, without a doubt you go for the more expensive, more known one that is going to keep its value, so that you can have fun with it and it's all for free essentially, unless you stay in it or whatever. Okay, but it's not going to keep its value. It's going to keep the price you bought it at, which in 10, 15 years is not its value. But also, don't be that fucking attention-seeking whore that needs to do that, man. We're, like, I love how yeah, the comparison yeah. was, you know, like, what you know, you could spend $40,000 on a really well-known, like, fantastic bag, or you could spend some, like, you know, pocket money, like 30K. On a, it's like, fucking hell, man. <laughs> how is that the comparison? Yeah. What yeah. about a no, fucking- you're right. It, look, spending a $1,000 bag is fucking retarded, mate. Have you not been to Target? You can get fucking backpacks <laughs> with 17 straps on them for fucking five bucks. What is this the thing goofy is that, shit? This is the thing about material, like materiality. Like, and, and this is going to get fucking philosophical, philosophical real quick because the whole idea is that 30K is actually nothing when it comes to it. Like think about a Ferrari. That's, you know, you're paying minimum 400K if you want to buy like reasonably new. And then when you get into planes, like we're talking three or four million dollars minimum. And then if you want to talk into luxury housing in an expensive, an expensive area, maybe 30 million, 40 million gets you an average house. So like, the, like what is 30K when the husband might have a $3 million jet and it costs him $50,000 on fuel for him to fly from Sydney to Melbourne, which is for everyone yeah. else, it's one hour flight. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, except just because it costs 5 million to import a Ukrainian 18 year old doesn't mean spending $3,000 <laughs> on the escorts with a bunch of lads is a good value for money. Which is because something's expensive doesn't mean another thing's not expensive. It's still fucking stupid. Bro. Bro, compared to spending $30,000 or whatever your number was, importing an 18-year-old Ukrainian uh, model- Is it only $30,000? Spending three grand. I don't know how much you said, but but spending three grand on a bunch yeah, of fucking strippers with the it. boys. Three grand on hookers with the boys, bro. That sounds like a bloody night if you ask me. That sounds haram, brother. <laughs> oh, uh, Inshallah. I would never do it, my man. I'm just saying that <laughs> on behalf of, of men- this is a situation that I believe could be fun. Look, I know this guy. His name's Moe. He's told me a few stories. I don't know what you want me to tell me. <laughs> if you don't know, Moe's every Arab guy from Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing, oh, yeah, Moe is a weird term. So, so I don't know if Americans have heard of the term Moe, surely. Because there will be Lebos wherever you go. They're not just in, in Sydney. So like Lebanese people, like their name is Muhammad. I have to point this out just quickly. He's Arabic, yeah. so he can say that word. Yeah, this oh, isn't yeah, some blonde white guy named <laughs> Taylor. Is Taylor a guy? Is Taylor a guy's name or a girl's name? I don't know. Anyway, it's both. It's by gender. No, like he look. He's he's not white whatsoever. He can eat spicy food. He can't surf for <laughs> shit. Uh, no, he's not white at all. Um, anyway, keep going. Did you say I can't surf for shit? Yeah, because you're not white. You're not. You're not a white. Bro, I'm boy. a pro surfer. Yo, you're I'm not a, a pro, pro surfer. surfer. You're not a pro surfer. With a whole with a whole three months of experience. Yeah, dude. No, but no, 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 cool. Yeah, you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> oh, anyway. I had someone actually talk shit at work because I ride longboards. I'm like, I didn't even know that was an insult. I was talking to him, and he's he's apparently been doing it since he was like 11 years old. Yeah. And he's from Byron Bay, which is a very surfy area in Australia. And he was telling me that, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, do you ride longboards? Trying hmm. to start a conversation. And, and he, his response was this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch, what? I ride longboards. And he's like, oh, where I'm from, that's like, that's looked down upon. I'm like, why the fuck is it looked down upon? And he's just like, oh, because it's, like, it's, you know, it's the easy way out. I'm like, bro, it's not the easy way out. It's just he's, a chiller way to ride. He's like, where I've come from, we called you a fucking. Fu but anyway, we're not we're we're not there. Okay, so, uh, yeah. and, but no, it is pretty gay. I'm not gonna lie. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that you would see yeah, a longboard in Oxford Street. <laughs> Yo, Mardi Gras is this weekend. Is it? Yeah, I was talking yeah, to the I kebab do, I store. I was talking I to the really, kebab really store guy, and he uh. He said they're going to be open until 5 a.m. Good guy. Shit. Is something going to be happening on in Mardi Gras? I hope so. I'm so keen, man. I love Mardi Gras. I think it's... In, in Sydney, it's very different to the rest of the world, I've heard. So, in Sydney, it's not just a parade where you just walk around. It's... Well, there is the parade. So, there's the there's the LGBT uh, parade. And then afterwards, is that you just have the best night of your life. Like, they have the best parties. Whether you go to the gay clubs, the straight clubs, whatever... You know, as a straight guy, it's still straight? an amazing time. You have the fucking 
<laughs> yeah, you have the most amazing time. But the Everyone's B is in. celebrating. You're part of the LGBT. Say again? The- no, I'm not. Well, yeah. Not anymore. Oh, okay, you changed. Sorry. I didn't mean to uh, mis- yeah. misrepresent you. Sorry about that. No, no, no. After your dad, I was just kind of was fed up. So I was like, you know, I want, I want to go back to your mom. He said you're the best he's ever had. So at least you got that on your on your belt. Um, I was the best he's ever had? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, look, I, I, in terms of a group that is fun to party with, yeah. the LGBT community is so much fucking fun. Like- I agree. I don't understand. It's hit, it, it's hit or miss, like all of humans. Because you, you can't say that everyone who's LGBT is fun because they're not all. No, you're right. Everyone knows that. No, you're everyone right. Everyone knows someone who's who's just a bit out there and it's like, dude. No, but let's be real. Like, we, okay, not all LGBT people are fun to party with. All the Gs yeah. are fun to party with. Yeah. I've never been out. <laughs> I've never been out with a G and been like, yo, this guy's boring. It's always the funnest fucking night. It's the LBT. It's the LBT. Or actually the B. The BLT. Actually not too bad. No, the B and the G's are fine. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I completely forgot about the B's. <laughs> They're the greatest. Yeah, I love the B's. Get off and get the B's. <laughs> That's for sure. Which to be fair, I mean, if you're if you're under the age of 22 and a girl, I think it's pretty likely that you're a B. So, yeah, no, look. I feel like you're, you're just having fun. A lot of people. It's, all, it's all good. No one's judging you. It's all good, sweetheart. Exactly. Uh, to be honest yeah. with you, though, I've never met any T's, like, proper. I think I've seen, uh, like, I served one when I used to work at a store. But, um, yeah, so that could be fun as well. I don't really know. Yeah. No, they can't. I think, I think it's just person to person. Yeah, of The course. same as just, yeah. But it's just that the, the G's are so 100% strike rate, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're you, right. especially yeah. on Mardi Gras, I do. <laughs> okay, you you have never felt insecurity like when a sassy gay male on Mardi Gras talks shit on what you're wearing. I swear to God, I, w- oh. I was in a club on Mardi Gras, right? I walk into the bathroom. I walk in and I yeah. see three guys. Now, all they're wearing is leather underwear and leather straps that cover their nipples. And so I walk in and I'm I'm fucking belted, mate. So I'm really drunk. Yeah. Belted. That's mm-hmm. what that means. I don't know what other people use. Anyway, I'm fucking belted. And I walk in and see three short guys in leather. <laughs> and I'm like, did I walk into fucking Bergheim shower room or some shit? Anyway, I have a little giggle. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? Now, I was wearing pretty standard fucking generic white guy attire, meaning a black <laughs> shirt, jeans, and a fucking... Uh, a flannel, a flannel t-shirt, a flannel yeah. is what we call it here. Yeah. I walk in, I have a little giggle and they all look at me and in the most sassy way, just start ripping me apart saying like, who wears flannel these days? And I'm like, oh, that hurt a little bit. Like, look, oh, I didn't want to have sex with you, but the fact that you're so repulsed by my flannel does make me feel a little bit upset. So I'd like you to take <laughs> that back. Thank you very much. It wasn't very nice of me. I, I don't, because it, when a girl talks shit about the way you dress, you're like, fuck it, I do not care. I've, I haven't thought about this. I just put it on and I left. So I don't, like, you don't get offended. Yeah. But then when a gay guy says it, it hits different. I think it's because it really as a guy, you, you, think of, you think of the way you want to have sex with chicks, the way that gay guys want to fuck guys, which look, it might not be true, but- AIDS did spread a lot in the 80s because people were fucking, not because people weren't fucking, all right? So what I mean by that is you look at gay guys and you'd be like, you must have sex every fucking day, like with a new person if you wanted to. Like, Mm -hmm. And so when a gay guy's like, no, I wouldn't have sex with you. You're like, wait, what? (laughs) What's wrong with me? Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know if if you know anyone or if you've ever been on the Grindr app before. Like, I'm not saying that you had an account, but maybe you saw someone else's account. Okay. So it is fucking- Tell is us shocking. the story from your friend. It is <laughs> It is shocking. So, I I obviously lived in a very gay suburb of Sydney for like two years, which is Newtown for everyone that doesn't know. It's it's like, it's, I would say it's almost, if we, if we assume that gay people are 10% of the population, I would say Newtown is probably 40% gay. So it's very, very gay, but there, but there's still more more straight people than there are gay people. We actually called his bedroom for- in Newtown the closet because he just never came out. <laughs> Grinder was really busy for him. Anyway, anyway, keep going. Yeah, yeah. So and you see these dudes are, like using Grinder, and it's the most fucking weird thing ever because they're they're 
like you can only have one picture on it, and some people just choose. Wait, okay, well, I'm not gonna waste. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna waste time here. The only pic I'm gonna put is a fucking dick pic, and people they'll manage to fit in their face in that dick pic. So they'll take like a weird angle oh, like from a the small bottom. One. <laughs> no, they got an angle from the bottom where you can see like the dick is taking up seventy five percent of the photo, right. and then their face is just on the corner. And it's like, oh, bro, like this is the worst choice of fucking your only photo that you could have ever picked. That's so jokes. I, I imagine it's less like Tinder, which, you know, uh, Tinder is Facebook marketplace. Like, you know, you meet someone, you say, can I get it for $50? They say, ew, what are you talking about? I'm not selling my body. And then you move on to the next person. But Grindr yep. <laughs> is more like Uber Eats. You know, you find a place yep. and they'll say, yeah, okay, cool. It's coming in 10. And by it, yeah. I mean you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I th- because it's it's such a weird dynamic in the, I guess if you want to call it the marketplace for getting laid, comparing a man to a woman, obviously, most of the time, it's the woman that's holding back and the man that's asking. But when you put two guys in the equation and they both want it, it's just like, a, it's like Tinder, like literal Tinder with fire. And it's just an instant spark and there's no fucking beating around the bush. It's just like the first message is, hey, you want to fuck? And then it is what it is. I want to know if, if a like, let's say you got a six foot four guy and then like a five, mm-hmm. seven Filipino guy, right? Yeah. So, you know, you, like everyone's going to assume what the roles are, right? But, you know, when yep. you assume you make an ass out of you and me, as Plato said. Yeah. So... Yeah. There is a world. Plato. Yeah, Plato, you know, Aristotle's uh, student. Anyway, uh true philosopher, you know. I read intelligent. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh <laughs> so there is a world where it's the role reversed and I I'm, I'm just wor- I'm wondering, I mean if we got any gay followers, let us know. I'd be really interested to hear this. If you're a big fucking guy and you're with a tiny guy yeah. and you know your role and he one day one day says, "Yo, can we swap it up?" Are you like, nah, G, what are you talking about? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think you know how this works. Can you reach? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, man. The better situation is if you're a six foot four dude packing, packing heat. Say you've got an, a nine incher, thick nine. So you know what your role is 24 seven. Sure. And then one day, and, and this is obviously assuming that you're gay. One day you get with a dude who's like five foot four, but he's got 11 inches. Damn. Uh, suddenly this is a complete power reverse and then you do you just do you just take your fucking place at the bottom what happens <laughs> yeah, is, it, <laughs> is it is it based on inches or feet <laughs> what are we, who, who's in oh. command what, how does it work yeah true yo hmm. you're talking about managing your managing like your grinder profile it's literally not mine with, oh <laughs> fuck whoa hold the fuck up <laughs> no, it's no, not no, no. mine bitch no you're right you're right you're friends okay Oh. <laughs> I heard that was a noise you made last night. Okay, anyway, um, moving, <laughs> moving forward. But I've been thinking, yeah, we've obviously got this world where OnlyFans has become like crazy popping. You know what I mean? Everyone yeah. and their fucking grandma has OnlyFans at this point. And true, she makes it. She actually makes a lot of money on it. I think she makes a few grand at one. My grandma. Yeah, she does good work. I, I respect yeah. that. She's got quite good flexibility yeah, for yeah. a seventy-eight year old. But yeah, you pretty know. dry. I'm not gonna lie. The, the content is dry. I think that it could be a little bit better with a bit more spritz of, um, you know, various spritz or but. spit. Either way, you can you can blend up a dry area. Um, <laughs> you know what? It's not that bad. I'm not gonna lie. You know, like, oh man. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah I've look. I want to propose a business idea to you. And look, go on. I know the word pimp has a bad connotation, but. There's this girl, and I've seen, she charges $60 just to subscribe to her account. Jesus. And I just, it's like, what are you, a fucking allergic to money? Because it's this yeah. thing where, she's a good looking girl. So, you know, you'll get a few people at first. Yeah. But like, have you not, like, is there no business sense where you're like, all right, like, like you look at Riley Reach, she charges five mm-hmm. bucks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. in order to talk to her, you have to tip. Yeah. And yeah. you have these, like, uh, I think it's called Findom, the guys who, like, yeah, get off to giving chicks money. Exactly. Yeah. They're called, they're also called fucking dorks. And, like, aren't no they called pigs? Like, pay, pay pigs? Is that what they referenced as? Maybe. I don't know. Fucking I, hell. Yeah. I think I've heard that. They're saying pay pigs. Anyway, go on. It's not the nicest situation to be, to be honest with you. It sounds a bit of a sack. Like, yeah. 
give nah. her money for no sex. Fuck me, mate. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, it's just like you'll get so much more. So, like, I just want to take them and say, like, look, let's do it this way and let's see your sales revenue. So anyway, I wanted to propose to you. This is a Shark Tank uh, mm-hmm. presenta- uh, presentation. Yep. Do you want to become OnlyFans pimps? Where we look, we contact these girls and we give them financial advices. We set them up with an ABN so that they start paying the taxes and don't get raped by the IRS. Not the IRS. Actually, that's the American one, the ATO for Australian. But anyway, the tax agents, they don't get fucking stomped by them whenever the tax season ends, right? You then give them advice. Say like, look, it's not working. Get, get a, like there's a, there's a famous girl called Rachel Cook, right? Mm -hmm. Check her out. She's very hot. She's done nude uh, nude work before. So, like, everyone's seen everything. Yeah. Right? But then when she does these videos, and, like, she's clever with it. She'll do these videos where, you know, she's pretending to be a fucking secretary or something like that. But she's not doing, like, purely sexual. So, it's, like, sexual connotations but not sexual actions. And it does leave some mystique. Kind of like the the Belle Delphine effect where she's doing shit but you're not seeing enough. So, you you keep paying just in case. Right? Yeah. Now, of course, I, I don't... Of course, Not I don't pay because something called something called Reddit exists. Yeah, anyway, exactly. yeah. um, <laughs> fucking dorks. Anyway, so but I, like the thing is, she's already been nude. So when she does the thing where she covers her tits with her hands, it's like, yo, I know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Like wh- why? Mm-hmm. Why are we pretending like you didn't just post a fucking the thing magazine is, it's with, your pussy it, out? Like, with Riley Reed? Obviously, because she's a porn star. There's nothing like, I don't understand the pay aspect. I understand the talking to her aspect and paying maybe 15 bucks to get a reply from her. But I don't understand because you can, there's so much of her content that's online and it's not illegally online. And I also don't understand it with like a huge chick. I, I can't remember who has leaked nudes. Oh, like so, so for example, Jennifer Lawrence, if she had her OnlyFans and she charged $50, it wouldn't work because, because everyone knows her nudes are out there. But then if you have a local girl, like the one we were talking about before, which we don't want to name, yeah. but someone where I'm sure if you went on Reddit and you looked for her nudes, I don't know if you have, but I doubt that you'd be able to find it because I don't think she has more than a few hundred followers. And because they're all paying $50, $60 a month, they don't want to fucking, they don't want to mess around. You know, and she's making 50, yeah. 60 grand a month from these people that nah, don't want to that's the thing. I, I can't imagine that she would because like, it, it, like what, what sells, who sells more, who makes more revenue, Toyota or Ferrari? It's Toyota. I looked at the books. Yeah, anyway, course, yeah, my point is, like, you do better when you have economies of scale and you can just pump shit out. But when you're making it such a selective item, such a luxury item, you're not going to be making money. Now, here's the thing. You're yeah. already taking the plunge. If you're doing nudes online or sexual work, you've already mm-hmm. made that plunge. So, like, and look, you know, we're not here to judge. You do what you want. You know? Yeah. Again, we're trying to become pimps in this, bro. So, yeah. please, if you're a chick looking for some financial advice... <laughs> Yo, hit up the bucket, man. Yeah. Also, Get in the bucket, we'll also, sort you I, out. I think you're viewing this purely in a business aspect. You're saying like, we're going to run it like a proper business. We're going to value, we're going to maximize the profits here. But I don't think they no, view it dude, as that. No, I'll, dude, I'll write story. I'll write a story for them. Yeah, but I think I think they view it more <laughs> as just a quick way to make money. So, but but they're thinking like, oh, I don't want my, my nudes to go everywhere. I don't want this to like, because honestly, if you do have a small one and it's just got a few hundred followers or maybe a few, like or maybe a thousand and you're charging 50 a month, you're making a shit ton of money. You're making half a million dollars a year. I don't know what OnlyFans okay. cut is, but you're making a lot of money. So but let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. If you've got a thousand followers, your friends and family probably know by now. They know because about I, it, but they might not have seen it because it's not in their face. So it's like, if it's Lana Rhodes, obviously everyone around her has seen her tits and seen her getting fucked by six black dudes. But- if it's your, if it's like just a girl that you that you went to high school with, or a girl that you know from university or whatever, you might have no idea. Like you, you might know that it's available, but you're not fucked to pay sixty dollars. And you might have googled it, but there's nothing there. So for her, that might be her objective. She might be like, you know, I don't care that I could make an extra double the money. I've already got more money than I know what to do with, and I'd I would rather just have that anonymity. And by having a small group of you know six or seven hundred people, I can control it. And when something gets leaked. I can quickly remove it. Yeah, but the thing is, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're taking that plunge, there are going to be four or five boys who say, yo, let's just all put in and get, let's see what it looks like. You know what I mean? Like there will be people where there's a will, there's a way. And there's a lot of will for this shit. And I just think like, if you're going in anything to half ass, mm-hmm. yeah. you're just wasting opportunity. You Like also, what's funny is like, you know, you hear like sex workers say like, this is this is hard work and all that kind of stuff. And I think like the, the average guy response is like, 
You're mm, talking about. You probably sit there and spread your legs. Yeah, but relatively. In terms of a marketing perspective, you don't just sit there and fucking bang yourself up and then get a hundred followers. Like <laughs> you've got to blow up. You've got to find a way to make yourself popular. Yeah. So it's like, yo, you come to us. We'll organize. You know, you'll have a TikTok. Yeah. Be, you know, provocative, but within the guidelines, you- and we'll help you. We'll you know that shit for you. And, and you just made me think about this. So I'm thinking about obviously, hi, my name is Aaliyah because she's probably, you know, one of the most Gosh, famous, so one of the most famous girls on TikTok. She exploded. She doesn't have an OnlyFans. And I have so much respect for girls who blow up, blow up and have not got an OnlyFans because it's like, I don't know. Are you just saving it until you have a bigger audience so that the first, are you trying to chuck a Bella Delphine and have like $10 million in your first day? I don't know if that's a real amount, but I assume it's around that around that figure. But it's like I've I think she pulled in a million a month. So there you go. But maybe on the first day, yeah. Yeah. So on the first day, she was charging like per video. So I wouldn't be surprised if if she made maybe ten mil on that one day. So so what I'm trying to get to is that I don't I have so much respect for them because it's like that blaring opportunity for you to just sell out and make hundreds of thousands of money, a hundred thousands of dollars a month must be so fucking tempting. So I, I don't understand why you don't want to do it but i mean it does no i do understand why you don't want to do it but also it's just yeah it's a crazy thing to be able to reject and it's i think it's a lot harder as a guy without that following to understand how how tempting that is yeah i'm not gonna lie i like don't do it if you don't want to but when girls do it well and they're making bank like i what, what i start losing respect for it and it comes down to like materialism i think but like i start losing respect for when girls say like yeah, I bought a Lamborghini with this. It's like, so you've just shown that you've got a lot of money and a bad with it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to you got to work effectively with this shit. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? You know what I mean? You're yeah. just wasting your time. Yeah. You're, I, you're drilling yourself for seven hours just to get in massive debt and then eventually lose it all. It's like, yo, come to us. We'll set you up with an ABM. We'll make you in a bank account. It'll be fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we'll yo. Bank account and <laughs> yo this, you might need to pay tax. This just... Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Trust me. I've got a mate in Ireland. <laughs> His name's Seamus. Uh, he'll, he'll run it through there. No, this way, this, yeah, okay. So look, when you think of OnlyFan, OnlyFan pimp, you think of a guy with like, you know, a fur coat and like a diamond, a diamond studded, you know, staff or whatever. Yeah. A bit like a wizard, but less fucking dorkish, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Like he has all the, all the, you know, he has all the stuff that a wizard would have, but somehow he's cool. Anyway, yep. he's found that balance. My question to you is at what point if your girl does OnlyFans and you try to pretend you're a pimp, you're realistically just a cuck, aren't you? You're just the guy holding the camera. Yeah. If you're holding up a light while she's fucking blasting herself saying thanks uh, XX Reindeer 69 for the $10. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can count yourself as a fucking pimp, bro. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not pimpy at all. No, you're just, you're just a, yeah, that's just cuck. That's, yeah. that's that's such a tough dilemma, man. And oh, see, see, it's it's so hard to say because I feel like you can't take it at face value, like because there's one, there's so much cash on the table for these girls. Like, yeah, it's when 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 I realized how much money these girls make, I was just shocked because it's like obviously OnlyFans doesn't tell you how many followers they have, but it's it's shocking it that it doesn't. Yeah, no, it does. Oh, that's crazy. So I don't I don't know how many like. I'm sure like Lana Rhodes, Riley Reid, they're all like the top one. They're all making maybe half a million dollars a month. But that's like, that's a shockingly high amount of money. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's insane how much you can buy with that. And even if you just fucking had good financial responsibility for like one year, two years, three years, you'll be set for the rest of your life. Yet a right. lot of these girls, if you feel like they're in the industry for five, 10, 20 years, especially like, you know, the MILFs, shout out to the MILFs. Fucking, they've oh, been in the industry. Shout out to the milfs. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, it's like, I feel like you could have left this industry a lot, a lot, like, like Mia Khalifa. She was in it for like what five episodes, and then she peaced out, and now she's fucking what, like a global superstar doing her sports. I know, show. but you know, they had so much content of it. I'm pretty sure they released a new, a new video like yeah. last year or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were smart. They did. They chucked into beers. They hold the content. <laughs> they hold that. They yeah. have a, mon- a monopoly on this one chick's content and just keep it for as long as possible. She can suck a dick. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's a different type of podcast, but I, t- I do agree. No, like, I mean, you look at her and you're like, girl, you don't even need to be able to throw it that much for me. But like, yo, respect. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? No, she's absolutely, yeah, really, really, really um, hot chick. Have you seen her? I don't know if she's still dating that um that dude with a fully tatted arm. It's like, it's one oh, of those yeah, weird. Chef. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the chef. Yeah. I just remember I saw his, his tats. And it was just like there was no design to it. There was no color scheme to it. It was just pure black on his arm. Yeah, I don't get that concept. I don't know if it's like you had a bad tattoo and you did it or you like hip hop music and you just really want to be black. Like I'm confused about hmm. what the purpose of getting those tattoos are, you know? Yeah. I, I, I thought it was a covering thing because I've seen some of it before. Yeah. But I, I honestly... I honestly, not, it's a mix between I don't know and I don't really care, to be honest, because it's up to him and I, I don't think it looks the best. So, How many yeah. bodies, should, okay, could you could you ever date a porn star? Like a non-active one. So she's been in the industry, but she's not still there. Probably not. What yeah, about I, like, this is fun, but it's lasting longer than you'd expect it, but like, you don't think you're going to wipe the chick. Mm, that's a, that's so it a, might be like a four to five years. It's a great question. I, I think that, I would do Leo Lulu. Uh, you know Leo Lulu on, um, yeah, on, the, yeah, on YouTube? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would definitely have that arrangement where there's no face and it's just like the body and it's, you're just having really, really good sex and threesomes and stuff like that and putting it on YouTube. So on the orange YouTube. I think that's a great idea. I love that. And maybe even having an OnlyFans to go along with it. Why not? But I would not be into the Lana Rhodes situation where it's just like you're just blatantly dating a girl where everyone has seen her tits. That's I I would not be able to deal with that. Yo, Rip, Mike, and Lana, they they broke up. Did recently. they break up? Yeah, it's I sad. I like no them idea. together. When did they break up? Is this a second one know. after the first one? Yeah, no, this like their proper breakup now apparently. So so I I remember that he released a video and they no, got back like together two weeks ago. Oh, shit! There you go. Yeah, it was on the podcast. Damn. No, I haven't been listening to them for a while actually. But yeah, there you go. That sucks. Because I thought they were actually happy together. It sounded like something yeah, that was in Hollywood nice. that wasn't faked. She is like weirdly good looking for a porn star. No, she. I think she. It's not weird at all. Like it's very, very justified for for you know, her level of fame. No, but I mean, like, I mean, if you look at the porn stars that do the best, it's not usually the hottest ones. Like Lisa Ann was the king of porn for so long. She's and so hot. She looks like no, she's not. She I looks like a fucking cum rag that you've dried in the sun. <laughs> not at all. Not no, yes, at she is. All. Are you kidding me, man? No, I, I, I when go, when guys, bro, when guys nut on her face, the cum <laughs> runs down the creases in her eyes. Jesus, dude. <laughs> okay, that's a little bit. Sad. Looks like the Nile Delta. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, um, no, hmm. even Riley Reed, Riley Reed is just a skinny girl. She's pretty sure. But like the fact that like, uh, Lana is in that category where you wouldn't just say she's pretty. She's like fucking smoking. Yeah. She's got a really pretty yeah. face, but she's also got the tits and the ass. It's like, I, damn girl. I, yeah. Yeah. And, and you can't even bring up that they're fake because they don't look fake. Like I, yeah, I know that, I know that they probably are, but it doesn't, no, look are, I think. Yeah. yeah. But, but they don't look it. And that's the main thing. It's all about it's all about looks, as we've as we've established on our TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> you you know yeah. what is you know what I want to say actually because at this stage I think we're about at the hour mark, so we're probably going to end the podcast soon. And I wanted to say yeah. if there's one one bloody person who's listened this far, we should give them a keyword that they can say in the comments so that we can know that they made it this far into the podcast. I don't think anyone will. But if someone okay. has, I think that'd be fucking hilarious to put it there. Okay, what about I'm in the bucket? I'm in the bucket. I love that. Or, or I'm jumping in. What do you think? What are, what are we saying? I reckon I'm in so the bucket. F- yeah, so so if you make what- it this far, I'm in the bucket in the comments. And if we blow up one day, if slash when, hopefully, fingers crossed, but also- Yo, when? Yeah, I mean, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed making this one. Surprisingly, a lot more than I expected. I thought it was yeah, going to be a lot fun. more awkward, but I feel like it's been pretty, pretty. Um, it's been really fun doing this. Yeah, I've enjoyed it, mate. Yeah. yeah so any any viewers, if you're there, just hit us up with a. I'm in the bucket. 
Yeah. And I mean, it'll be a little inside joke between us. It's probably only going to be one of you, but we respect the fuck out of you. Yeah. And here's what, here's our bold prediction that I haven't rehearsed with my guy over here. So let's see if this stays in the podcast. Yeah. If you type this in on the very mm-hmm. first video, you will be a legacy member, which means whatever we do in the future, will bring you with us. So if there's some oh, Patreon oh, or a fucking merch drop or something dude, like that, dude, I'd love you'll get that. To, we'll give you the hookup. We'll give you the secret. Also, if, if, if we if this does blow up, if if we do somehow, I mean, obviously we're gonna have to put in the work here. The same as TikTok. Like, it seems like we blew up, but we had put in like we were doing daily videos for like oh like pretty much daily, maybe four or five times a week for two months before we got over like a hundred followers. And then the next week we yeah. had 300 and the next week we had like 10,000 plus. So I like, we're definitely going to have to put in the work here, but if we do get to a decent level, the people that, that said I'm in the bucket or whatever, whatever the saying was, we will bring you on to the podcast and we'll, yeah, we'll respect, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what we'll do, but it'll be fucking, it'll be lit. We'll, we'll take you out. It'll be fucking, it'll be hectic. Look, there's a lot of podcasts out there. What mm-hmm. and so we obviously we take our lessons from from all the all the greats that we're you know admiring and stuff. Yeah. But there's a local podcast in Australia that spawned from a radio show called the Hamish and Andy Show. And oh, oh, oh. They're, Shout out to them. they're a big inspiration. Now, yeah. one of the things that they do that I think they do fantastic is they get the audience involved. Now, if you've made it this long, we're you know we're, you're the audience. You're the people we care about because exactly. you've made it to the fucking end. Yeah. So if you've got suggestions or you know, like we want it more serious. We want it more jokesy, like whatever, just fucking yeah. message, you know, chuck yeah. it in down below. Absolutely. And yeah. Look, any feedback's fantastic. Message us on whatever. Yeah. If you don't want to put it public and um, tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. All that, all that good it's shit. It's only up from here. All that good shit. All right. Anyway, thank you very much everyone for tuning in to the first fantastic ever fucking podcast. You. I think it's going to be so funny looking back at this first one because our first TikTok was so fucking shit. Like if you go to that first TikTok, it was the most boring thing ever. And when I don't remember who, which one of us posted it, I thought it was so fucking hype. I thought it was going to go viral. Oh yeah. But it was, it was, it was the worst. Crazy. So I, I'm going to expect the same type of thing with this. I think we're going to look back at it. And we're going to be like, ah, oh, this was terrible, but you know, you got to start somewhere, right? You got to start. Yeah, look, it's either going to be in five years' time, we're doing fantastic, you know, the, the podcast booming, or in five years' time, we're on the street doing bad things for bad stuff. But <laughs> either way, we'll be smiling. Yeah, One of exactly. them will have less teeth, but still, you know, like, I don't know, help us. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. Well, anyways, yeah, it's been fantastic. Like a five-minute outro, but anyway, thank you everyone for watching, and um, we love you. Uh, Cheers, guys. See you next time. We'll see you next right. time. Bye-bye. Here at Milk Bucket.